This is episode 72 on living into possibilities, even through breakups. Welcome to The Athletic Mindset. I am your host, Corey Camp, former Division I swimmer turned personal performance coach. Today, I want to talk to you about things that we all go through in life, and that is a breakup. We've all at some point experienced heartbreak, but also the joy that comes with that relationship. I want to talk to you about the first love of my life, which was in fact, swimming, as you probably could have guessed. I was totally in love with the sport from the moment that I found it. There was periods where we hit some rough patches, whether it was in my middle school years, the plateaus in later high school, and the unknown around the heart condition as I was getting into the college age years. But it really wasn't until we had this breakup when I had to step away from the sport. When I graduated, life was over. It seemed like in that moment, because all of a sudden this thing that helped define me, it became a part of me for so long in my life. It was no longer there. I was actually sick of it. I didn't want to see a pool for the life of me. That was the last place that I wanted to be. I turned to all these other avenues and tried to drown out my sorrows by forgetting swimming and getting into the weight room and hanging out with new people than the teammates that I had hung so closely with for a number of years. It can be a really challenging time and why breakups, transitions, whatever you want to call it are so difficult is because our mind can only feel and understand what it loses in that current moment. And we struggle to see what we actually gain from the opportunity that they actually present us. So in the terms of my swimming breakup, so to speak, it was very challenging. And I think a lot of former athletes can relate to this. It is very challenging when you go through that initial pivot because your mind all of a sudden is like, I can't see, I can only see what I don't have now in this moment. I don't have the 20 hours a week of practice, which you know, might be a relief for a lot of us. I know it was a relief on my body physically. That's for sure. I didn't though have the immediate locker room around me anymore. I didn't have a coach in my life to not tell me what was right from wrong, but provide guidance in my output. That was the biggest, I think, adjustment for me personally was I knew how to work hard, But I didn't understand the framework that I had to work hard in now that swimming was no longer. It made sense to show up every day and put my head down, swim certain sets, make certain intervals, hit certain paces. And then the results came at the meet. And it was kind of like clockwork. It got comfortable. And maybe we've you've been in a relationship where that's kind of what it's feeling like. It's feeling like clockwork. You do the right things. These things happen. Boom, boom, boom. You're checking the boxes. The results are coming. You're feeling good. And then your world gets turned upside down when you have to have that talk. You got to step away from it. And I get it. I'm there with you. I've experienced heartbreak in all senses. So I totally understand. Finding love post-sport begins really with loving yourself. Just like finding love post-breakup in the romantic sense begins with loving yourself. The problem is really where most of us athletes and how we handle the breakup with sports is we mask what we're actually dealing with, with something for the benefit of the present moment, the now. It's like a serial dater. I'm sure 
Hopefully you're not one of them, but you probably know one in your life. They jump from relationship to relationship complaining of never finding love. They're the ones that are on the apps, on the Tinders, on the Hinge, constantly swiping, 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 hoping to find the next one. And then something doesn't you know, click. So they click on the next profile and something. They're always looking for something and they're masking the true root of their problem, which is internal. We have to pause and dig deep and ask ourselves, what truly do we want? I want to walk you guys today through a process that I went through personally. It is a process that I help other former athletes go through as they transition out of their sport. And it really begins with going within, asking yourself, what is it that you want? I didn't really have a clear understanding of what I wanted post-swimming because for the longest time, I wanted to be in a freaking Olympian. I wanted to represent Team USA on the national stage every four years as an Olympic athlete. That didn't happen. So to get okay with that, I had to pause for a second and ask myself, what did I truly want? I didn't take that time at first. That's how I ended up in a sales job that I've talked at length about on this show before. I was not happy with my experience there. It wasn't until I stepped away from there and I found that I really wanted to help other people experience what swimming provided for me, the outlet, the confidence, the overall just oneness and feeling that that sport gave me and a true representation of my identity. I wanted to help other people find their identity, hence my current line of work. But what is it that you want? Truly take a step back, think about it, analyze what it is you want, and think of who you actually are. I want you, athletes in particular, to strip it down to why did you fundamentally fall in love with the sport that you played in the first place? For me, why the transition was tough at first, it was because I didn't have the community. I didn't have the connections so readily available for me, so I thought. That was why I got into swimming. The more and more I looked about it, it was it wasn't for, yes, it was great bettering myself and it was great competing against other people. I loved the competition. It drove me on a daily basis. But I found at its core what I really liked was connecting with those around me, finding some commonalities between people with all these diverse different backgrounds. And we could just look at each other and we totally understood one another. And if you're an athlete, you totally understand that. That is why I'm able to run this show and sit down with so many different various athletes from all different walks of life, all different backgrounds. I've never played football at a professional level, but I can sit down with someone with that experience and we strip it down to the core of fundamental values and we understand one another. We understand the underlying work ethic that lies there. Why did you get into sport? I want you to take a second. You can pause this. You can write that down. In fact, I encourage you to do that because that's how you're going to remember and it's going to be vital with this next step. So once you find why you got into it in the first place. You want to find some ways to bring that into your life right now. So for me, I got into it for the connections, right? And helping better myself, but also better those around me. So naturally, I got into group coaching. I got into fitness. You know, I got into just having conversations with other people in that space. And when I started to live into that, into that possibility that those things gave me, happiness went through the roof. My fulfillment for my own life went through the roof. And if you're in a spot right now where you are struggling, 
I totally understand. I get it. It's not always easy. But find some ways, some unique ways, and you might have to get creative here as you do so to bring those joys that really were key in helping you fall in love with that sport in the first place. What made it fun when you first got started? I look back at swimming and man, it was so fun when I was like eight years old and we had this thing at RMSC called Minis to Midnight where it was like the one time a year where my parents would let me stay up until midnight at that age and we would go down these water slides at Mac and we would play games at the pool and then we'd get popcorn and watch movies and it was awesome just being a part of a team, being a part of a community. That was the first real moment that I look back on and I'm like, wow, I felt like I found my family. How can you cultivate that feeling in your day-to-day life? You might have to get creative, but I think you can do it no matter what your job is. I think you can do it no matter where you live in this world. We are all so connected. Everything is literally at our fingertips. We have to be intentional with how we show up and how we use these tools for us rather than against us. But if you can do that, you can live back into that endless possibility that exists right in front of you in this current moment. Because I think when you really put yourself back in that that position where you think back and you just started sports, right? Think of how that felt. You felt limitless. The, the potential was there. There was no expectation. You just were doing it because you loved it. And because you did it, you odds are you probably got really good at it. That's how I look at my career. And that's how I know I'm going to be successful with these things that I'm doing now is because I'm finally starting to feel that sense of joy and that sense of lightness in my own body every single day. And you guys can do the same thing. Anytime you find yourself going through a tough time, a breakup from an old identity to who you are now, understand that you're actually evolving in that moment. It is happening for you for a reason. You have the opportunity to take the good things with you and shed the other parts of you that don't serve you now in the current moment. We talked about that at the last solo episode. There was a lot of habits that I had around swimming that didn't serve me in this moment now, and that's okay. I became okay with that because I took time to step back. I took time to pause from the dating scene and work on myself before I jumped into the next thing and the next thing, hoping that that was gonna be it, that was gonna be the fix. Stop looking for other people out there to validate your own worth, your own sense of belief in your own abilities. You have that ability today to step into that. I encourage you to do just that. I appreciate you guys listening. If you could share this message with a teammate, a loved one, a family member, a friend, I would highly, highly, highly appreciate it. If you're finding yourself going through a transition right now that is a bit of a struggle, that's okay. I hear you. I designed a 30-day intensive course that blends the mindset with the physical. It is a 30-day workout program. There's 30 mindset activities. And the best part about it is you have access to an exclusive Facebook private community of like-minded individuals that are also going through that same transition to help support you with where you're currently at. You can find the link at my website, www.coreycamp.com slash transition training. You can also find it in the show notes. I appreciate you so much for listening. We are going to be doing big things here in 2021. And I appreciate you being a part of them. Remember, if you can change your mindset and how you think, you can change your life. 
one thought at a time. If you haven't done so already, I highly encourage you to share this episode with a friend, a family member, or teammate who could use a boost. Stay up to date with all of our latest episodes by following me on Instagram at Corey Camp. And remember, if you can change your mindset and how you think, you'll be able to change your life one thought at a time. I'll see you all next week. Mm -hmm.